Hey, Bold Mama, it's Melissa. We're back for another year of our Stay Bold Mama podcast, including our monthly community topics and Mama Spotlight interviews featuring some of our amazing founding members. Learn more at mamawearspants.com. Send us a message on Instagram. And as always, stay bold, Mama. Hello. Hello, Lauren. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. It's a chilly day in Austin, you you mentioned? Yeah, it got real windy and dropped about 20 degrees. Oh, goodness. Yeah. And um, I'm in North Carolina, kind of cold and, and uh, rainy over here. So I'm glad we're able to connect, uh, you know, even though, yeah, we're not, we always record these, um, you know, separate, I guess, remote. And, um, you know, we're always doing other things. Like we say, we fit in Mama Wears Pants where we can. And uh, today we're going to be talking about the role of giving and receiving, within community. Our theme of the month is community. So the role of giving and receiving, which you and I have covered lots of different topics on this theme of community. We've actually been recording this podcast, if you can believe it, for two years now. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) It's crazy. And so I like occasionally seeing, you know, some of the topics we've covered. I haven't, of course, heard every episode we've done or whatever, but um, I will be doing that. So to update our blog. So if you're hearing this for the first time or or maybe not, you've actually heard of some of our episodes, feel free to go back and, and hear some of what we've covered in the past. There was a time that we were recording an episode each week. And then we we backed off of that in order to allow for space for our Mama Spotlight interviews and so on and so forth. So anyhow, lots of fun. Thank you again, Lauren, for your contributions to this community. And um, it's been fun doing this with you. And uh, on this topic, what would you like to say um, within community and the role of giving and receiving? Yeah, I think that when you find a community that you want to be involved in, right? That's the first step. It's like, how do you want to be involved, right? You can do the typical scroll through kind of thing and just looking at it and, and taking in some information and that can be beneficial. Um, but as part of a community, typically you want to be involved and that requires you giving something, giving time, giving attention. Maybe if it's an online platform, commenting about you know, however you relate to the topic that's being posted. Um, And if it's an in-person community, it's like, how can you help? How can you make all of the members feel welcome? How can you facilitate meetups or get togethers, whether they're online or in-person? You know, how can you, you know, give whatever it is that you contribute to that community, whatever you have in common with these people, what can you from your standpoint, give to them that might open up somebody else's minds or might help somebody that, you know, maybe is being quiet about needing help or struggling with something in their own mind. And you open up and talk and you don't know that could touch somebody that could help somebody. So I think when you find that community or communities that you want to be part of, you need to look at more of just what you're getting from it, but also how can you give back to it, you know? And that's, I think that becomes the fulfilling factor of community Yeah, when you're giving and receiving. Yeah. Yeah. I think as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, I think a lot of people 
are passively a part of many, many communities, right? Like, but passively. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can look at even like your Facebook feeds as certain communities that maybe you've created over time with all the people you've gathered. <laughs> but like, that's a community, whether you people decide to engage in it or not, and what they decide to share there or not. And by no means do, and I know you agree with me, you know, no one should be doing anything they're not comfortable with, right? Um, so, Connecting with the community and engaging with that community in a way that's um, helpful to you, um, that comes that comes naturally for you, you know, is is one thing. And giving when it feels appropriate and and welcome, and you know, it comes again from from authentically you, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, there's just so many ways that we can be part of communities, but how do we really decide to make that an exchange? you know, the giving Mm -hmm. and receiving. And we've always used, I I like to use the gym analogy. You know, you can join the gym, join the gym and never show up. So you're not really part of that community. However, when you do show up, regardless of what you actually do there, you know, you can show up and walk on the treadmill or show up and go to class. But when you show up and you see people wave, connect, you're you're slowly becoming part of that community, you know, in a more meaningful way I guess meaningful active you know I agree though even just showing up like it's a good example for many reasons but one of them just showing up like in the community being there people seeing your faces recognizing you you know that's important and that Mm -hmm. that means something you know I know like way back when uh new mama and I joined a new gym uh and I am not a people person at the gym. I'm there to do my thing. And that's my time. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I did. I created a group. You know, there was like four of us that were always there Monday through Friday at the same sort of time. And we would do our stair supper together, sort of catch up, you know, and it was great. And you looked forward to seeing those people. And when those people didn't show up, you know, the next time you saw them, hey, how are you? Where were you? Is everything okay? And you, I, you know, I actually got to know histories and stories and families, of, you know, they're about their families and, and vice versa. Uh, and it was a really wonderful experience. You know, it had to come to an end because with kids, your schedule changes around their schedule. So, you know, I still think about those guys, actually. I just drove by that gym today and I was like, oh, maybe I could fit that back in, but... <laughs> Yeah, and you know, it was are, just comforting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The familiarity, right? Yeah, that no camaraderie, way. and that's why a lot of people do like group fitness in um, in the gym, fitness classes that they go to because hopefully they over time they have those connections, and even if they're just you know, how's it going, and how are your kids, and did you have a great spring break, and you know the, those just general. You know, on the surface, for the most part, conversations, that still is connection. And that still is valuable in many ways. Um, yeah, I, you know, especially for a mama, because mm-hmm. we can so get caught in just the kid stuff. And then right. if you're working as well, you get caught in that. So even those little meaningful relationships at the gym, or maybe you get your coffee at the same place every day and you see the same people you know, those little things make you feel seen mm-hmm, mm-hmm, as right. a person. And that's important. That's important for your self-value. So, right. yeah, I, I really do think that, and, you know, part of this just popped in, but part of it is, you know, the coffee shop scenario that I just gave, you know, if you're just staring at your phone, 
scrolling through your Instagram and you're not looking around, you're not going to know if that same person is there having coffee at the same time every day, right? So you do kind of have to look up and get out of that mm -hmm. world of staring at our phones, which is so hard. <laughs> yeah, in the real world, we can be highly distracted by our technology and our screens for sure. And while, you know, we've talked about this also, communities aren't always the spaces that we can physically access. We can access some communities digitally, you know, online. Yes. Um, and there too, I think we're bombarded with opportunities perhaps to connect, but they're not very, they're mostly superficial, I would say. Um, and, yeah. you know, one thing I think that you and I have been working on with Mama Wears Pants is creating what might be more or less an online community more so because we do have mamas all over the place. When mamas connect with us, you know, we want that to be more meaningful, a little bit deeper than what just in general, just across social media. That's why we do these podcasts. That's why we interview mamas so they can hear each other's stories. That's why we do YouTube videos on our recipes so that we are connecting more with just rather than a 30 second reel, which I know people really enjoy and it's fun to watch. And I never make any of those recipes anyway, but <laughs> you and I get on camera right. to show our personality and to talk and to connect more. I, I know that that's what we're wanting to do. So whether a community be in person, you know, down the street from your house, it or it's something that you can access online, I think how you engage, if you decide to engage, is really how you're going to going to receive anything back. And I know here we always want mamas to feel welcome to, it's not a requirement by any means, but to feel welcome to contribute and engage in the community the way that they'd like. So we all have certain skills and, and specialties and expertise and knowledge and skills and experience that we can learn from each other. And that's what I know makes our community so rich. So anyhow, I just really um, value that. You know, I think that's awesome. And I appreciate I all the mamas who have, who are part of our community and they all have varying times that you know, they, they may not be able to jump in with everything, like come to come to any event or do whatever. Maybe they haven't recorded their interview yet, but I hope that through our content and programming that they feel connected to this community of bold mamas who I do believe we're all in each other's corner. Yes, I agree. And, you know, I, with the, with the social media, what I'm trying to do is clear up the clear up the accounts that I was following that I really do just kind of scroll through and trying to keep the accounts that add value and meaning, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. so that I'm not just scrolling like a lot of the posts that I'm seeing are with something that I want, something that I need. Like uh, there's a doctor that I follow um, who deals with menopause and perimenopause, and she's a she's a gynecologist and she's genius. And like, it is a community. I do respond to some of her things and I learn a lot from her. And I think it's a great community for me right now because I'm definitely struggling with some perimenopausal symptoms that I didn't even know were perimenopausal symptoms because no one talked about it until I started listening to her. And I was like, oh, schmack. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. And that's why. Oh, okay. So, you know, I think that being said, yeah, being, you know, the social media aspect, in which we are on, it really can be enriching, 
you know, and, mm -hmm. but I think the key is narrowing it down to the ones that are actually meaningful. Yeah. And that doesn't absolutely. mean that, you know, you got to stop looking at the fun makeup or the fun fashion or whatever you <laughs> look at on there, you know, but the focus, like your main focus should be on ones that are actually enriching you. Yeah. And I think we've touched upon that same theme in lots of in, in different ways that we've talked about, you know, relationships and <laughs> where do we spend our time and energy and all of that. Right. So mm -hmm. same thing as, you know, with this, say with this new year, if you're doing some decluttering in any way, <laughs> you know, yeah. look at your, look at your spaces, your physical and digital spaces and what are they feeding to you? What are, how are they benefiting you? How are they serving you? What are they giving to you? And if, and when you'd like, you know, how would you like to engage with those spaces um whether it be you know just a little bit or not at all you know do you need to take any of that off your plate because again we're always bombarded with tons and tons of information so anything we can take off our plate that isn't really serving us isn't aligned with the values we you know uphold or want to uphold whatever then yeah just just scratch that off you know move on mm -hmm. there's there's just too much i think too much noise and so Find your, find your landing spaces, the spaces that you feel comfortable and welcome and heard and seen and all of that, you know, whether it's in person or, or online. Yeah, I agree. So. <laughs> well, um, I guess we'll wrap up for today and we usually bring these monthly topics monthly. Um, next time I think it's, we'll be covering, um, family community wait no this is community family we'll be covering so we invite any mamas listening to follow us you know across social media if you'd like if you're there because that is one level of our of our programming of our content and more importantly if you'd like to connect in other ways check out our website you know listen to some podcasts listen to interviews from some other bold mamas and uh yeah we'd love to connect love to uh meet you so anything else lauren to wrap up today no, beautiful. Yeah, join our community. We'd love to have you. Yes, yes. All right. Well, until next time, y'all know the drill. I'll talk to you later, Lauren. And stay bold, mamas. Stay bold. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Stay Bold Mama podcast. Visit MamaWearsPants.com to join our mailing list or save on your new founding membership with code MWP podcast. Until next time, stay bold, mama.